This is a test. This is a test. Uh, carry on. Is this a test? Bum chicka wow wow. That was bow wow wow. Yeah, it's a test. This is a test, right? Mm-hmm. This is a test. <laughs> How much of a test is yes, it, though? Quite a test. It is a big test, really, 100%, isn't it? 100% test. <laughs> everybody and welcome to another episode of I Don't Know Much, but with me, Mike Jones, and my esteemed colleague, <laughs> Carrie You've got no words to describe me today. I haven't, have I? No, My on. overheating little yeah. <laughs> colleague. <laughs> so hot in here. Because we've returned back to into, into Nana's front room, haven't we? Mm-hmm. And it is absolutely sweltering. Yeah, the layers are coming off. Yeah, maybe not mine. No. You've not got a bra on. <laughs> Excuse me, you've said it's wrong that men wear bras. <laughs> you've not got your bras, you can't take it. I'm not wearing my bras here today. No. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm wearing I'm wearing this little under armour. Look at you in your muscle top. You well, know, I told you this would happen. Can I? <laughs> you I did said... actually. This is a medium. Go on, are you going to show us your biceps? I'm in, I'm in a medium. I'm, there's nothing to show off about at the moment. This oh. is the body of a 52 year old man. <laughs> Oh, look at you, looking all slim and trim. See, I wish Emma could be here to see this. Because we said this would happen. We said you'd change. I had every intent to... You take the photographs. (laughs) (laughs) I had every intention of... Mm. Of um, Of not becoming a gym boy. Of not becoming a gym boy. Of leaving leaving the hoodie on, but you've kind of coaxed it off me. To be fair, Michael Jones, because you don't do a lot of weights, do you? I've started back on them again, so I'm kind of doing them every other day at the moment. Yeah, thank you, thank yes. you. There's a little bit of that still needs to go. Very nice, very so, nice. So, yeah, over a, over a stone loss so far. So, mm-hmm. yeah, being poorly has been, Great. It's been a bit of a, a bit of a better... And with, that, and with that, stop staring at me and feeling so <laughs> self-conscious. Do you feel vulnerable? I'm very vulnerable right now. <laughs> Sorry, I'll look away. Okay. <laughs> Sat in the room with the dancing ladies, it's made me yeah. very awkward. <laughs> we'll look away from you while we're talking. Okay? Thank you. Did you yeah. have a nice weekend? Yeah, it was good. Chinese New Year. Mm-hmm. So I work for, as you know, a youth charity, mm-hmm. and we did a thing in Runcorn. We had um, the Chinese line dance thing going on, and we were teaching the kids how to do it. Oh, nice! So you know when they do the, they have the yeah, the big is it a dragon's head? I don't know why I'm doing a mine there. This is a podcast. None of you can see. Any for of this those moment. of you listening, Michael is moving his hands <laughs> <laughs> around in. I don't even know what it, it's supposed to be a dragon. It's supposed to be, yeah, yeah. it's supposed to be. Well, it looks like a dragon, but it's actually a lion. Is it really? There you go, it's a lion. Hang on a minute. When you say, is it, no, it's not always a lion. I think most of the time it's a lion. No. So what you, yeah, ah, see, there we go. It it's looks like a dragon. Yeah, but it's a lion. So what's the... Which I don't get because there's no lions in China. Well, this is what I'm wondering now. So what's the, rep- like, why? I don't know. Oh, I don't God. know. Why do I always come out of these conversations that. with more questions? They just came along and danced, and it was pretty cool, actually. They were doing some really good stuff with the kids. Mm. Um, they're a, they're a, a, a troupe, 
uh, Chani Spirits, I think they were called, if I remember right. Mm-hmm. But they're based in Wallasey. Right. And they do the dancing, but they're also a martial arts school as yeah. well. So a couple of the people there, that were, they were doing all that. Oh, love it. Yeah, which is pretty cool. It's one of my, I, I don't have regrets, I don't do regrets, but mm. I do wish I'd learned martial arts mm. when I was a well, kid. Well, it's never too late, Mike. I know, maybe I should get into it. Definitely You should. grow up watching Bruce Lee films, you know. Yeah, I used to As be I... obsessed with um, Fist of Fury. Oh, what my... What a random thing. I was about nine, and I used to watch it on repeat with my best friend. Right, I've got a really spooky <laughs> we fact about normal that. girls. I've got a really spooky fact about that. Go on. Right, so, well, straight away... Uh, back in 1980, right, I was still in primary school, so it must have been about 1980, 1981. Yeah. My mum and dad went out and bought us our first ever VCR machine, mm. top loader. This thing was absolutely massive. And we signed up for this the newly opened video shop that was, yeah. it was called Kingpin on Whitby Road in Ellesmere Port, and the Great first name. film they got was Fists of Fury. Really? Yeah. So we watched all the Bruce Lee films, all the Kung Fu films, it was brilliant. But here's an interesting fact. Go on. Right? In Fists of Fury, if you remember, mm. at the end of the film, Bruce Lee's character becomes a movie actor, and yes. is shot while filming the movie. Yeah. And that's exactly how Brandon, Brandon dies, his, dies, his yeah. song. Yeah. How know, weird is that? What a weird co- coincidence. What a weird coincidence. Yeah. That. And we never thought no. that we were going to end up on this sort of topic. Literally, guys, a little peek behind the curtain here. We were literally, just before we pressed record on the button, we were like, what are we going to say this week? Yeah, because we both couldn't remember what we'd actually done for the weekend at first, could we? And I, we struggled. Yeah, and then thank God you went, oh, actually. I'm actually, yeah. yeah did so, we did, so we did all the Chinese New Year and we kind of followed the theme through and... Ended down the rabbit hole of Bruce Lee and Mr Fury. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I made Chinese food that night. Yeah. Which was nice, so I did. I did it from scratch. Pretty much, I made my own egg fried rice, which is surprisingly easy to do. Mm. So, do you want do you want the quick go on the quick way of doing it? Yeah. Well, it's not that quick actually because you've got to cook your rice the night before. <laughs> <laughs> God. Right, absorption Can method. Can I not use a packet? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> why would you use a? Why would you spend a pound, a pound fifty, on a pack of free cooked rice when you're going to cook like twenty pence worth of rice? It's time. It's just time. And I'd probably ruin it because whenever I've tried to do rice, you know, from scratch, I always end up with it stuck to the bottom of the pan. I don't, I, don't, I overboil it or it goes to mush. Okay, it's right. It's never quite right. Let me get. Let me give you the first tip then. Mm-hmm. It's called the absorption method. Go on. Right. So you get your pan. Yeah. Right. So it's usually eighty to one hundred grams of rice per person. Mm-hmm. So if you're cooking for the two of you, we'll say you're gonna have a greedy meal. You're having two hundred grams of rice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wash it first, otherwise it gets sticky. Yeah. Right. Into your pan. 200, mils of, uh, 200 grams of rice, 400 mils of water. Okay. So you double it, right? You put it on the highest flame, turned up the highest you can get. Yeah. So you might have like a, a stir-fry flame on your cooker anyway. Mm. You get it on that, you get it to the boil. As soon as it's on the boil, you take it off and you put it on the smallest ring on your cooker, mm. turn down to its lowest, right? Yeah. 10 minutes. Oh, God. No, no. Oh, sounds like hard work to me. Ten minutes. You're doing all this the day before. Oh, God. Ten minutes, right? Yeah. And then when you've done the ten minutes, Mm. you turn it off and leave it. Now, if you're going to eat it the same night, give it ten minutes before you eat it because it's still cooking, it's still absorbing. And when you get to the end of that 20 minutes, you've got lovely, white, fluffy, unsticky rice. Do you want to come and do it for me? Yeah, why not, Jaime? I feel like... So that's your rice the night before, but if you're going to make a fried rice, what you do then... Bang it in your fridge, get it cold, don't leave it more than a day because it'll poison you. Really? 
really? Yeah, there's a weird thing we called rice. If you leave it too long, it's not <gasps> good for you. I never knew that. Yeah. So, like, if you have a Chinese and then you don't eat it all and you leave it in the fridge overnight, yeah. why would leave it two nights or three nights? Mm, not supposed to. Two nights, not great. Three nights, you need to be chucking it in the bed. <laughs> three nights, you're like, four, four, yeah, yeah. Four nights, we're going to be calling for the ambulance. <laughs> oh, God. And he's eating old rice again. again. Yeah. Okay. So take it out of the fridge the next day, right? Just we're gonna cook it. Mm. Right, you need some ingredients here to do it. You need eggs. Yeah. Because okay. I've seen that before, you can just crack it and Right, so a little so easy way to do it. Yeah. Make a little omelette omelette in your frying pan with mm. a couple of eggs beforehand. A little bit wet, don't overcook your, your omelette here. Yeah. Right? Take it out, put it on a plate, put it to one side, you're gonna use that later. Okay. Right. Oil your pan. Mm. Okay. Rice goes in high heat mm. with light soy sauce because mm. that's salty, mm. dark soy sauce because that's your colour, right? And toasted sesame oil. Oh, I like that I've because that's that, that is the flavour of yeah. your fried rice. Nice. Okay, you can put some peas in there, you can chuck some spring onions in there if you want to. Yeah. Fry it, okay, and right before you're ready to serve it, yeah. get your omelette. Chop it up, mm. chuck it in your rice, give it a stir, dish it up, perfect egg fried rice. Oh, so I'd be on board with all of that, just not cooking the rice the day before, or just not cooking the rice at all. I'll get someone else to do it. I'm going to have to, because I can't even remember what you said. Oh. I'd be like, out with the podcast, rewind, play. Well, as it happens, everybody, play. I have this on a PDF written down, <laughs> because my brother-in-law went, that looks amazing, how do you do that? So I had to write in for yeah. it, so I'll send it over to you. Yeah. And we'll eat, we might even stick it on, Karen, yeah. you stick it on you. Yeah. Do brew do's, social media. Yeah, I will. Yeah. Put Sounds nice. And then if I make it, I'll let you know how it goes. Yeah, so that's kind of... Excellent. That's what, I, that's what I've been up to. So you've had a nice weekend. And nice weekend. Busiest weekend. week. Busiest week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. You? Yeah, nice. Well, I can't remember my weekend, so clearly nothing <laughs> happened. <laughs> Must, I think I was at home. Um, and then, yeah, just a, a lovely week of work so far. We've had some nice things going on this week for COA week. Children of Alcoholic Week. Yes. Mm. So that's all this week. So there's been lots of nice sharing and stuff online. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And for anybody that doesn't know Carrie Ann's story, go back to season one, episode, episode one. one. Yeah. Our very, very first yeah. interview was actually your good self talk about this stuff. It was. And I shared that this week on my COA post. Yeah. Um, I shared the link to it and a few new people did listen to it. And it was really lovely actually because one lady messaged me saying that she didn't realise that she was a COA. But she is, and she's never heard of the term. How did... Right, that begs the question, how did she How did not, she not know? How did she not know? So, obviously, she knew she her parents drank and that there'd been issues around the home. Okay. But she, as is very often the case, you feel very much alone. Um, unless you speak to somebody else, who's like, oh, yeah, my parents drank and da-da-da-da, you know. Right. Then, so, what she didn't realise is there's a whole tribe of us. <laughs> right. Um, that... You know, and the Nakoa of the charity are specifically for COAs. So she, she was like, "Oh my god, I didn't didn't realize that it was an actual like a thing." So had she had she not realized that the the emotional trauma and effects it had had on her life because of growing up in that household, or had she realized that and just not realized there was yes all these other people I think out the latter. there? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I've put her in touch with the charity. Amazing. She's lovely, and that's the whole point to it, really. You know, yeah. if, just if you can just reach those people that perhaps didn't realise that there was the support out there. Yeah. 
Um, so she's now going to support Nakoa, which will be nice because she'd like to do. She's in the fitness industry as well. So. Oh, amazing! Mm, yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, it is really. It makes yeah. it worthwhile. Yeah, because it's realising now the little effects that doing. Yeah. Stuff like this is having now, which is yeah, which is why we wanted to do exactly that. And then tonight we've got Rachel Gittins in, in yeah, the hot seat. We have our friend Rach mm-hmm. now because you've been without doing too many spoilers. Mm. You've actually spent the day with Rachel because. Yeah. Rachel's a dancer and Rachel's going to be talking about dance, all aspects of dance, how yeah. she got into it, and well, who knows where, where the conversation's going to go, but yeah. um, we're going to touch on you as well, because you are a, well, up until you met up with Rachel again, I believe, if mm-hmm. I get this right, you were a lapsed dance, not a lap dancer, <laughs> hang on, a whoa, lapsed, whoa. lapsed whoa. dancer. <laughs> Careful, Mike. <laughs> That's how rumours start. It is. <laughs> um, yeah, I, um, I had worked as a dancer for quite a few years when I was younger and then, yeah, I'd stopped just because life basically had got in the way. And then and when then, we all, because we all kind of... Now, this is what I don't know. Did, did you two know each other beforehand? No. Not right, okay, so we've pretty much all met around about the same time and it's been yeah. your spiritual but awakening in all has, different directions, hasn't it? Honestly, we will come to it, but I think how crazy that is now when we look back to take me teaming up with Cheshire Dance yeah, and being so scared because it was something that I'd never worked on before, especially with the kids, yeah. and having a real moment of like, oh my God, don't know if this is for me. And then meeting you both and then where I am now in terms of, like enjoyment and life enjoyment and things that we're doing. It's probably taking you on a bit of a. Yeah. Well, it's taking both of us, I think, on a bit yeah. of a. It's woke us up. Yeah, yeah, it, I <laughs> we're think doing it has. stuff that we enjoy again. Um, yeah, and I'm doing things I never imagined mm. I'd be doing at the same time yeah. as well, so. It was orchestrated. Yeah. Yeah. Divine inspiration, exactly. I think, sometimes. Absolutely. Exactly. So, yeah, so we're going to have a, a lovely chat with yeah. Rach after the break. So, as always, everybody, go and grab your brews, go and pick your little. Biscuit or snack of choice, <laughs> and we'll see you after these interesting little jingly tones. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. She's sick of me. She's <laughs> 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 yeah. with me all day, is it? I was going to say, normally at this point, so like she's done a little dance with you and then she's kicked her into touch. Yeah. Like, go home, you. <laughs> go home, and I'll see you in another week. Yeah. Um, but you've We've been trying to get you on for ages, haven't we? Yeah, I'm never ever free in an evening, which is a problem, but finally. Yeah, you freelance though, don't you? So you're everywhere. And yeah, and it's usually evening work on social hours. Mm-hmm. So we always talk about that, don't we? Like, we're so busy, but we have to be, because that's how yeah. work comes in. <laughs> <laughs> so that's just how it is. Cause so, yeah, oh yeah. So for everybody out there, Rachel is a... Would you describe yourself as a professional dancer, freelance yeah, um, dancer? My title is independent dance artist mm. <laughs> because uh, dance artist covers everything because I kind of do everything. Because I've performed or I still perform, teach, choreograph, model dance, um, movement direct, whatever, acting. Mm. So nothing really, yeah. Nothing, never, it took me a while to find a title, but people tend to use that now. Yeah. But it means freelance dancer, yeah, yeah. But that and that's my job. Mm. But the teaching is how we all no. sort of found each other, really, wasn't it? Yes. Because we yeah. all met. Well, you pair met the first week of a project we were on. Were you not there the first week? I wasn't there the first week. I couldn't make the first week. Mm. I was off gallivanting oh, somewhere. Oh, was it Natalie? Nat came right. the first week. Oh yes, yeah, she did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was the second week I came, and then we were kind of 
in it afterwards. Yeah. After and that. we met prior to that for like a meeting, didn't we, to plan it, me and Carrie. Yeah. Was it, yeah, was it just the two of us that yeah. did that? Yeah, I remember And that. I remember someone saying to me, oh, you'll love Carrie, she's lovely. Oh. And then I was like, oh. And then she's wrong. <laughs> and then I thought, God, I'm not working with this weird. Yeah. Really? People yeah. got some funny ideas. Yeah. <laughs> what a sick joke. Can we get someone else in? This is not going to work. Yeah. I do, I remember that day. Yeah, because I think that's when um, I was talking to you about dance, wasn't I? Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, why am I doing boxing when I really want to be dancing? Yeah, you re- we really wanted to merge it. And then on week one, we realised we cannot merge oh, it. No. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. It was not going to work, was no, it? No, it was definitely a split of boxing, fitness and dance. Yeah, 100%. Unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately. Because I'm like, can I come in with you? No. Yeah. <laughs> no, you can't. Yeah. But it was like that meeting, obviously we were working together, which I said to you, didn't I? Oh, I'd really like to do some dance with you. Will you? take me on and teach mm. me and do one-to-ones yeah so it's really because of Rach that I've started dancing again because I've wanted to do it for ages and then never really had the confidence to go mm. back in a big class yeah or... yeah that is yeah. hard I find that hard yeah so yeah so I think you need to explain to the audience here because you said mm. dancing again and I'm not sure how many people out there listening to this will know that you were mm-hmm. a dancer yeah that was mm. your would you call it your profession um, yeah, years ago, before, I mean, I always, we had this conversation today, didn't we? We've done a bit of this earlier, where... As I uh, said before, the break, yeah. not a lap dancer. <laughs> no, <laughs> there was no lap dancing. Um, yeah, so I loved dance, always loved dance from being very young, and then went to do it at A-level, and then never felt quite good enough to go and do it at uni properly, so I did a different subject with dance on the side. Yeah. But knew in my heart of hearts that I really wanted to dance um, and not really teach as well. So um, I ended up going to work a season in Ibiza um, because over there the dancing jobs were more professional. Like you could, we had like PAs coming in, we had Puff Daddy and stuff coming in. So you would be dancing for actual name drop. This photo was somewhere. Um, so yeah, we had um, people, and it, so yeah, I went over there and auditioned and and got the job and did very well. Ended up running the dances over there for about five years. But then you went and got mm. married within the space. Yeah. Of... Well, no, because after my first season working, I got pregnant. Yeah. But I went back, so I, I had gave birth to Reese, and then was like, I'm not giving up this job that I absolutely love. Went to the gym all winter and was back dancing oh, wow. in the summer. Well, that's pretty cool. And that was hard because. Very you. Yeah. I can take this baby with me. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so that's what I did and, and I loved it. But then when I moved back to the UK, I thought I did dance for a little while, but it was you were it was so hard to get a mortgage and things like that mm. without a yeah. firm job. So I took one from the team. Yeah. Got a normal job. But thanks to Rachel. Yes. Which is the most unexpected thing yeah. to think about it for me. I'd never imagined that. But yeah. I mean it sparked my love for it in your sessions as well because you make I don't know, it's just a really chilled, nice, stress free yeah. um creative space which is really nice oh well that's good to know that like you're not pulling your hair out no. <laughs> <laughs> she's very good with me though she asked me like what do you want to cover and some days i don't know do i and some no. days i do but like i changed my mind today didn't i yeah Didn't today me? she well she'd given me an idea and then on the day in, in the yeah. space said oh actually could you do this <laughs> yeah just want to like really move and, yeah but i mean um, it's perfect yeah we love it and that is like the highlight of my week and oh. yeah it is and it's going back to that um Somebody had said something online today about the importance of play 
for adults. Mm. Yeah. And how And this is your playtime. Yeah, mm. and how we don't do that sort of stuff enough. And um, very often when I share our videos online, there'll be a lot of people that will message me and they'll be like, Oh my god, it's amazing, like I wish I could do that or I would yeah. really love to start that again and I'm like, Well, okay. Like yeah, do it. Yeah. But people just don't seem to have the confidence to actually do it and it is just pushing yourself, I suppose, to yeah. get out of your comfort zone. So how did you get into dance, Rach? What's your, what's your journey? Um, my journey started when I was three years old. Um, <laughs> is this one of those? Because this, yeah. this it sounds a little bit like because my sister went to dance classes when when she was little. And it's like my mum was come on. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. so I didn't dance. make the decision to no. start. <laughs> yeah. But my kind of in my family there was a lot of dancers and local dance school that they all went to. My cousins, so my mum took me. I was her third, well, last child, and I was the only girl, so I think she was, <laughs> she was so excited <laughs> to take me to dance. So she took me to ballet, and then I started to tap and modern, and then it just grew and grew. Um, I never wanted to be a dancer, though. I always wanted to work with animals. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. But for ages, that was my plan, and I just liked dancing as a hobby. Mm. And then I think, I can't remember how old I was, but I just saw someone about seven years older than me who just amazed me and I was obsessed with them then and their journey and they went on to be on the TV and things and I followed them and I just thought, oh, I, I want that life actually. Yeah. yeah. And then I just started to do it as like, more seriously and I started competitions and I started doing more styles to get more versatile and then, um, yeah, then I just thought I'd go to uni and do it as a degree. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yes, the six years later, I'm still, it's the only job I've ever had has been dance related. And you do really, really well because like you work pretty solid, don't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Freelance. It was. It was a build up. It started off with like three hours a week, and I luckily I was at home, so I had mm. no bills or pressures. I just had to just build some sort of network and career out of it, yeah. and um, start just say yes to everything at first, and then yeah, 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 and then now yeah, now I'm saying no to things, and yeah, it's good. That's amazing because I wonder if people who will listen to this who are younger and setting out on their journey in dance and the arts because mm. it's not easy is it by no. any means you know it's really competitive really and we had Eleanor in last week and she's doing the acting side of it and um, you know so yeah. it's like putting up with the nose isn't it and taking yeah, the knocks yeah. and stuff yeah it's nice to hear of somebody who is doing it and is busy and you know has got that knowledge of yeah you've definitely got to be driven and um thick-skinned at times <laughs> yeah. and then um yeah, just find, yeah, get your passion and find things that work for you and things that don't. And if there's things that I wouldn't do again. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I've just, I like how it how different it is every week and every month, every year. Because you are quite diverse in what you do, because you were just saying, you know, as a, as a mm. describing yourself as a dance artist. Yeah, mm. and that's common because I think, well, there's freelancers and then there's, I still say, if, in short, I'm a professional dancer, I always class myself as that but yeah. it's just so much more than that for me because I just I didn't go down that route and just perform it's very unrealistic actually to just perform and and be able to I mean if you get a West End job and you just can roll yeah. over roll over but you always have to teach at some capacity yeah. and then I went down the teaching role really quickly but I fell in love with that and I loved how much you can help people in ways that I had never imagined either. Yeah. Not even, like, all the non-dancers I work with and the vulnerable people and people who don't know they need dance and then mm -hmm. <laughs> opening their eyes and um, improving their lives, to be honest. Yeah, so we've I, seen that. I mean, we've yeah. experienced that with, with our group. So 
Yeah. We had a group of young people who, yeah. that we've been working with. Now, I'll, I'll come back to the gender split in a minute because yeah. there's a couple of things that's, that's kind of jumped in there. But, but you had a group of young girls who at the start of the session, I remember this mm. clearly, when we said the end goal of this is for you to perform. And the look of fear in their eyes was like, <laughs> no. Yeah. And these were all girls who, for one reason or another, struggled with with confidence, yeah. self-esteem, other issues that going age on. age as well, yeah. 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 And then roll around 12 months, actually probably less than that, mm. they were performing to quite a big audience yeah. of, of, of people in the, in the centre where we were doing it. And not just once, they were going back and doing it again and doing it again and doing it again. Mm-hmm. Well, they just did it on Tuesday. And they just did it on Tuesday, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, and it yeah. was incredible with the lighting and... Yeah, it was really yeah. big and invited audience yeah. and everything, yeah. So to see their journey, and that was, that was, that was for me the proudest moment for mm-hmm. them is, mm-hmm. wow, this has really given them... Yeah, they've, they've learned dance and they've learned, you know, the movement and everything that goes with it. Mm-hmm. But what it's given them as people... Mm-hmm. Mm. It's just been it blew me socks off to be honest yeah. with you. Because it, yeah. You know, doing that doing that dance which we saw last summer and the look on the faces afterwards yeah. was it's crisis, isn't it? It's yeah, it's amazing. That you have no idea and they have no idea how much it'll mean to them by the end and how no. the nerves beforehand, the relief and the like just the high they have after the adrenaline yeah, rush. Yeah, the adrenaline rush. Yeah. And the achievement they've got and I think it kind of hits them and then there's tears, you know, tears of happiness yeah. when they're just overwhelmed with what they're feeling. Yeah. But that's Pride. not the only thing that Rach does, so um, she'll tell us about it in a minute, I'm sure, but she also works with, um, I know I might have mentioned on here before, Fallen Angels, the, the dance group that I sometimes Which you're involved with. Yes. Yeah. Um, and the power of movement and dance in recovery circles oh, as yeah. well, and um, at a trauma-informed training that we did yesterday, the guy was talking about how anything movement-wise that uses both sides of the body, to the left and right, is very good for trauma release. So even boxing and things, it's something to do with the brain. Okay. Um, but in those sessions, there's some there's something special about them, isn't there? I mean, you yeah. went into, is it a prison you went to? Yeah, Paul, yeah, HMB Bowen, the Wrexham prison. Yeah. It, um, for a good, I'd go in for like three months at a time, um, each week, and then it lasted for like three years, and then mm. even in lockdown we still were sending videos in for them. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I've been in as a judge, a guest judge for the... Um, Stars behind bars. <laughs> <laughs> what a great name! Yeah. <laughs> Who named that? Paul. Uh, uh, well, he. It was them. Oh, like, was, it was it just, really? Yeah, yeah. It was. They. They set it all up, and I was just one of the judges. Um, but yeah, I went in with Paul from Born Angels, um, and I was through Eleni Cymru, and we. Yeah, we basically told that we had three months, three months in the prison each week, two hours a week, um, with a group of men that would be selected. And they would. The aim is to get them to perform yeah. to an audience of some sort. And I, <laughs> I'd never done anything like that, so I kind of thought I couldn't picture it. But I knew I was going in with someone who had, mm-hmm. so I felt quite confident in that sense. But it was one of the most inspiring and jaw-dropping projects I've ever done. How did you feel going into nervous. this is a men's prison? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <Very> <laughs> a men's prison. Yeah, um, I was. Yeah, obviously. A little bit nervous. My family were a bit like, <laughs> yeah, sure yeah, nervous, yeah. yeah, and and what's the like? Is there security everywhere? But it's nothing like I expected. Um, you went in; it was just a college inside. Mm. Obviously, if you looked out the window, there's barbed wire everywhere. But other than that, you're just in this college, and there's no security or anything. You just got a button on the side, and there's people at the start of the the building. Um, but, but yeah, as soon as I went in and they introduced themselves, 
I felt fine. Mm. And then it was just... And in that space, it was a safe space, and they were... They, they did drama. They'd never done dance, but they were kind of open to art in a way. Cause right. They did mu- they, not musicals, but they did a lot of musical instruments and a bit of acting. So they'd never done dance. We were very tactical with how we, we talked about the project. We never went in and said, you're going to perform in three months, by the way. Yeah, we'll leave that one. Yeah. Yeah. We just kind of said, we're here to give you some fitness, movement, stretching, yoga, um, a bit of capoeira, which is obviously yeah. a martial art, so they, yeah. they kind of are open to that. And we never mentioned the word dance. They were yeah. dancing, but they didn't really think about yeah. it. <laughs> I think that's the key, though, to yeah. get people, because if you say dance to people, mm-hmm. you can very often put them off, can't it? They yeah. think, oh, my God, I can't do that. Yeah. Which brings in the gender thing, because mm. I think we've touched on it a little bit, because, I mean, going into a male prison, which is probably going to be one of the most macho environments yeah, you can exactly. get, and the idea of them... Yeah. Dancing would be probably totally alien to them. Mm-hmm. I mean, blimey, I mean, there's all. Well, okay, let's let's take it back because, funny enough, you said before you're the youngest of three. Yeah. The only girl. Yeah. And your mum was at that point was pleased because finally I got someone to take to a dance class. Yeah, yeah. Interesting, isn't it? That Which makes you wonder yeah, why yeah. didn't you take the boys? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and it that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's the same. Yeah, it is the same. But we have it. I mean, it's. Mm-hmm. I mean, not pushing you for an answer it because we know the answer because when we do our club on a Tuesday night, yeah, mm-hmm. it's very much the bit. boys go and do the football and the and the boxing. They gravitate mm-hmm. towards that. Yeah. We we don't. We give them free choice, and if they want absolutely. to join the dance, they absolutely can do. Yeah, and there has been the occasional. Yeah, one or that. two that's come into the class yeah. but is and that's always great but then they I always overhear comments from the others to, that kind of make them feel a bit rubbish about that yeah. that they've gone into they the shouldn't dance. do it yeah yeah so that's a shame as well so it is very much about caring about what people think I think mm. like, yeah. um, or maybe not thinking it's an option I think nowadays it's a little bit more there's, there's so I know so many male dancers mm. and they're amazing and, um, yeah. but it is starting to drop again, though. Yeah, I've noticed yeah. that even in the other groups, like the Fallen Angels groups, some of those mm. are very female-led. Yeah. Because um, there is still that kind of... Mm. Even that, I mean, this is the thing with it, which kind of it baffles me now, because I think for years and years and years you have that, well, if you're male, you're a dancer, you, you know, you must be gay, you must be feminine, mm. you must be blah, 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 blah. Mm. The usual sort of rubbish that you get, the toxic sort of stuff that you get with it. Mm. But now you get, like, TV shows like Strictly coming on. Yeah. You know, and you got like dancers like Giovanni, who is very mm. much, you know, he's a, you know, he's a, he's a man's man. He's very, there's nothing very nice masculine and stuff. Yeah, I think it's so it's incredible. But yeah. yeah, he goes and absolutely nails it. And you think as a role model for for young boys out there that mm. wanna, yeah, that that wanna dance and well, kind of worried about what people are gonna say. Well, yeah. well, I work a lot for Company Chameleon in Manchester, and that is two men that who are the co-artistic directors and they they do bring a lot of male dance in Manchester they've done wonders for it um, oh, good. and I think it's seeing that role model like I because the reason I got into dance was from seeing a person do it yeah. and it was a girl that really inspired me that I was in awe of so if I think if a lad if a man came into a school and starts doing this dancing yeah and showing them I think it would I think that's what happened change. to me it was, yeah. some, uh, it was a company that came into school mm. I'd always loved music at home, so there was always that going on. But when I'd seen some girls in this, I can't remember exactly what they were doing, but it was like, 
bit of acting, I think, where there was some dance in it. Yeah. And it's surprising isn't it, what it does to your little yeah. brain. Like, oh my God, that was incredible. Yeah. And then that's where the seeds planted. Because and... I think, that's the thing, I think it's not that you don't want to, it's that they don't think it's an option maybe. It's, it is yeah. for girls if, they, if that's what society is telling them. Yeah. Um, but that's the thing in the prison I wouldn't have gone in well I would have in the end I actually went in with a woman for, on a different one right. and it was equally fine I thought I needed Paul there as a male to show them that they could yeah. do it yeah. but once we had a few of them on board and I went in with just a woman so there's two women leading it they still joined in and we still had new people so it wasn't a thing, as much of a problem it didn't matter in the end no so what did they end up doing with her at the end the project they well after I can't remember how many weeks it was but we we had a performance and they oh. they performed to a load of other inmates some oh, guards wow. yeah so to perform for other inmates yeah that's and massive the, yeah, people who have not had any like insight into mm. projects so they ha- they obviously didn't know what to expect they um yeah and you could hear a pin drop it was amazing we had a singer come from London that sang a song with a piano in there oh. um fallen angels came in and yeah. performed. And then, obviously, they performed last, and it was just incredible. It was, and some of them, yeah, their stories and the feedback. Actually, we always grab a feedback as people yeah. Yeah. <laughs> know it. Yeah. <laughs> Need you know the feedback. Goes, yeah. And the best feedback we've ever had from any project that I haven't been involved in has been from them prisoners. Wow. Just literally things about it saving their life in their dark oh. times. I do think there's a lot to be said for that, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've gone into those spaces with Paul mm. and taking part in those sessions on a learning basis but actually the the feeling that I always come out with is an incredible feeling and it's hard to put into words really it's um it's a really special space to share with people who are yeah you know in recovery and like the check-ins at the beginning and at the end are really powerful when people share how they're feeling and things like that but there is definitely something about letting go isn't there in the space yeah and just the when the music's powerful and, and everybody's just minding their own business but moving through like let, getting their emotions out by letting the body move how it wants to it does something yeah, yeah. it's escaping yeah well. it really is like it's like a bit like a meditation isn't mm-hmm. it um and it the release that i think you get i mean there's been occasions where the tears you know they start coming mm. because yeah. it's so powerful um and i think that's what I always say to everyone if they're ever curious like you should just go and try it you don't have to dance yeah. you're literally moving aren't you yeah yeah, yeah. you don't realise what you're doing no but the so there must be something it. yeah there must be something like deeply connecting because it, it's it's one of the oldest well yeah art forms that yeah. we know yeah you know with music to mm-hmm. move your body to that mm. beat yeah it's something that we've been doing for generations yeah more than as far back as you can probably trace people yeah, like prehistory yeah. yeah and so yeah and there's a reason why we still do it but we've we've changed in society haven't we we've like it's feels like it's only for a specific group of people who really want to dance with. yeah yeah and that's like yeah that's not, not true always. and it benefits other people more yeah exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. people who really need it probably aren't yeah. doing it yeah um so that's that's why when me and rich together we love having a good old chat, don't we, about movement and the how good it is for everything. Because obviously we yeah. love it anyway, but um, yeah. to have that... Because I didn't realise that about you when we first met, did I? That you would had worked in those oh, things. Yeah. So obviously the more I've got to know Rach, 
she's got to know more a bit about my story and oh, yeah. you know the way yeah. I grew up and so we've had some really deep conversation yeah. in that dance studio <laughs> you deep conversation yeah what what do you mean <laughs> what do you mean a deep conversation and we don't get much dancing done we just talk yeah. you know? <laughs> <laughs> we do we get a lot done um but your job reaches a lot further than you know what you people would assume you'd yeah dance. and that's always the jobs that I talk about most like I'll do a tour of an orchestra and I'll, I'll enjoy it and then, <laughs> like dancing for me but I'll never talk about it really mm. but then if I if I help someone and they're telling me that they've I don't know their life is better now because they're mm. able to find a different high and they're not touching drugs yeah. anymore because they're dancing I'm like oh I can't get enough of that yeah <laughs> exactly. now you actually toured with with a, an orchestra and a dance partner partner was it you I yeah. don't know the, yeah. the gentleman's name it was Ryan Ryan, Ryan Upton yeah, so the, the pair of you, there's someone I've because I saw the photographs, I was like, oh, yeah. this Incredible. is so cool. Yeah, <laughs> so you were doing outdoor spaces, yeah. It was all well, they had the stage that they'd set up, and it was always in some extravagant place. So we did it in a castle, I can't remember which yeah. castle it was. Um, there was a few that we did a lot of race courses just because they, they'd sell about 3,000 tickets, so they needed space, yeah. and it was outdoors. And we were really lucky with the weather, um, and the yeah, we'd be on the stage at the front of the orchestra, so we'd have this like <laughs> two meters um by 10 meter little um stage often less so we'd have to <laughs> watch out for the instruments flying about but, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah a few near misses to <laughs> but yeah it was fab we're doing it again this year and um, how, what does that feel like to be just the pair of you in front of thousands of people in mm. a space like that yeah, it's actually weird because I don't think about it that deeply. No. I just kind of, I'm always nervous before it, definitely, and I, I um, go through it as much as I can, the dance, and we, we but we, life is such a whirlwind that sometimes it's the week of it and we, we haven't met up mm. for a while and we just have to get in the zone and do it and then love it afterwards. It's that feeling, I can see yeah. why everyone obviously loves it in the class as well, that achievement after it and you just relief that you've done it, but yeah, it you, when you take in the curtsy and you can actually look out because <laughs> I don't look at them I look above everyone yeah yeah um but yeah it is obviously amazing and to to think that yeah I, I think it would scare me if I actually thought okay 3,000 pair of eyes are watching me right now yeah. if I go wrong that's gonna they're all just gonna see that yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I fall yeah that's it. but yeah. I think I just think they it should enjoy it hopefully we, we're we gonna enjoy it so it should <laughs> and so across. you'll be doing that again this year mm-hmm. with Ryan with Ryan well. yeah yeah, and, and he's my best friend. So oh, it's actually, is he really? Yeah, so literal best friend since I met him the first year of uni. Aww. So it's really nice. That's the only time That's I see him. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but love yeah. him. Today. Yeah, love Aww. him to death. Um, so that was that's gorgeous as well. Yeah. So where does he work? Does he, he, you don't see him because he's based somewhere else? or He was based in Manchester. We still didn't see each other, but he now lives in London. Right. So he's just moved to London like last week. <laughs> for wow. a new venture because he's just thought if I don't do it now I won't do it but that's the, yeah yeah and he's, he performs mainly with ballet companies oh Incredible. wow so you've yeah. got your best mate who loves to dance with you that's yeah. really nice I didn't realise that the pictures were amazing I shared a few of them so yeah, yeah. I oh, look a grateful oh yeah I love that <coughs> I appreciate that <coughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I love it did and you share it so good <laughs> yeah mate yeah oh no. <laughs> well she's pulled you on it now now you know what you've got to do next now time. I need to right. uh, mate share a shit please yeah God. yeah you've got to be a supporter Oh well, well, I am absolutely a supporter, but I get, I do get the feeling because at the end of every of these podcasts, it's like, right, you're doing yoga now, aren't you? You're gonna be doing so. Oh, yeah. What's yeah. it? You're gonna, it, it's gonna end up. You're gonna join a dance class, aren't yeah, you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With these knees. It, it is true. How many things have I got you signed up for now? 
And now she keeps adding to the list of because this. It's interesting because that's what I love about these because you're like, I've never done that. And I'm like, you should yeah. try it. You yeah, definitely try it. it's massively out of my comfort zone, mm, and it's not yeah. something I would I would have ever have considered. I mean, we're not saying we're going to put you on stage in front of three thousand people. Please don't. Not me. But, <laughs> yeah, actually, Rachel might. So now she's had a, yeah. an idea of it. Yeah, but after you... falling into the first sound, I've got some jokes. I'm yeah. tell you <laughs> but have you ever tried just? I won't say dancing. Have you ever tried just moving to music in a space with other people? Well, see, here's the thing, right? Because it, it kind of, when you talk about dance now, I think that the the culture of dance for just like Joe Bloggs has changed massively. Mm. Because, you know, in my parents and grandparents' particularly era, it was dance halls of a weekend and you went out and you danced. Yeah. And even properly danced. Properly, yeah. properly danced. Yeah. Now, we <laughs> didn't, yeah. yeah. You know, now even even me growing up sort of like in the late eighties and nineties, you know, you went out to to clubs and nightclubs, and it was all right. It was, <laughs> but it was you in a group of you know in a large group, and it was about the music. It was about yeah. getting on the dance floor. Yeah, you know, and it was about joining in and doing it, and we did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it strikes me now is I don't see those places anymore. No, mm. there doesn't seem there doesn't seem to be that sort of social accepted just we're going to go out and dance as they yeah, used to be and like the old sort of like cream 051 all the bigger yeah. clubs yeah don't see i mean i i'm so old now i couldn't even tell you what exists anymore rachel do you know <laughs> what, <laughs> well, i don't know what they wise. are but <laughs> yeah but um are they still a thing <laughs> yeah but it's definitely not dancing in that way no yeah not like it used to my so. friends go out and dance but it's just like kind of yeah, I'm not very good at that kind of dancing. No. Yeah, I I'm can't like, do now it. Now we sit at home and watch other people dance. I'm not yeah. knocking Strictly because yeah. absolutely love it yeah. as, a, as a show. But there's too many people watching it and not enough people doing it. Yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. Probably makes a few people go like, let's find a salsa class. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, um, maybe. There's not many of them around. No. Well. no. Um, in a, like Obviously in places like Ibiza, the dance thing is still very big. Like My boys will the older one goes and he will dance which makes me happy because yeah. you know, some boys won't even dance yeah. they're just like no yeah. so he'll do that and the younger ones just decide to go out to places he probably shouldn't be in but we'll <laughs> and he likes a little dance as well yeah. Um, but yeah I guess I mean I, when I was a teenager 17 up to when I moved away every weekend that was what you lived for like you would get to Friday and you would be out Friday out Saturday yeah. sleep all day Sunday and it was solely for dancing mm. like you would you know and yeah. Stoke, wherever you would go. But I don't know if it's, like you say, I don't know if that's still a... I don't think that culture's there anymore. It's a real shame because it's, you know, in terms of, of physical activity... Well, yeah, there is that. You know, it's... I mean, because your mm. fitness levels, the pair... I mean, I know you, you are Harry Ham's gym bunny. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Literally. But, Rach, you must be, I mean, in terms of sort of like health, fitness, flexibility, mm. what that must do for you must be. <laughs> oh, God. Carrie's all proud of me with my leg in the air. Um, when, I was, when I was skiing, which is weird. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tell me you were dancing without telling me you were dancing. That yeah. comment there. Um, but, yeah, I just, I think every day you need to do something especially with stretching you need to, to keep your flexibility up as you get older you do need to stretch all the time mine's gone really bad actually but not you think. <laughs> yeah, you, you need to stretch more <laughs> uh, <laughs> but i i just yeah i am constantly active and fit and, and teaching 
it's not often I'm a very physical teacher I like to do it with my students so if I'm teaching a day of nine hours teaching I'm up on my feet jumping about for nine hours yeah. the only thing that stops me is if I get an injury I did have a bit of a coccyx kind of twinge because I've been jumping on hard floor where I shouldn't be mm. for quite a long time um and that's the only thing that made me rest really mm. so um which is good it's good that I don't because I've never been I've never joined a gym apart from in not lockdown, but a part where when my work was quiet, I joined a gym, mm. but couldn't get into it. Yeah. So luckily, my job does keep me active. It really does, and like mm. we've talked about this before, haven't we? You've got a fantastic shape, and you've got lovely muscles, and <laughs> thank you. you know, she looks great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm there we're in the dance studio. Like, Look at Rachel's arms. Um, but yeah, she's your job. Obviously, keeps mm. you in tip-top shape, which is yeah. which is lovely. But going back to the leg, I've got to tell you the story because it's really funny. Yeah. So she put some pictures on her Instagram of her skiing. And you know, like when girls take photos, I don't know, this is going to sound Do really you know? weird, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you just throw your leg in the air and you're like, da da! never occurred okay. to me. I called the chair yeah. once, I think that happened. That's yeah. what ladies do, anyway. Yeah. Like, well, put your leg in the air. Not that the ladies yeah. are having <laughs> breath. <laughs> it's fancy girls. That's what oh, you cool, do, yeah. you know, fancy. <laughs> and so there's a few of them in the picture. And then I looked at Rach and I was like, oh my God, her leg is so high and so straight that it doesn't even look like it's her leg. No, you know when doesn't. somebody's got like a, a prosthetic leg yeah. and they've put it by the... Yeah. <laughs> it looks weird. Like, I was like, oh, she's so bendy. And it just made me howl because I was yeah. like, that's how bendy she is with a ski boot on. <laughs> and I was saying that's from childhood because of all the stretching they used to do in the dance school. I did weekly limbering classes. And then she tried it on me today yeah. and I was like, oh. Oh, it worked. Yeah, <laughs> it did work. Yeah, didn't it? Yeah, went a bit. I mean, I didn't have me. It wasn't anywhere near there, but it was yeah. getting there. Yeah, yeah. went yeah. a bit, bit deeper. Somewhere. It's having partner that. stretching. You can't do as much yourself. If you have someone else doing mm. it, you can do it more. That is true because in aerial gymnastics, that we were always started with. I mean, I think half the session was stretching mostly. Yeah, like, um, and we would do it in pairs, and it does work. You just go yeah. that little bit deeper, don't you? Yeah, with yeah. stretching and stuff. But yeah, it's. Um, you yeah. can keep up with it. Because I think this is what a lot of people don't appreciate. And I think, you know, TV shows like Strictly are kind of making people aware of this now is, as a dancer, you're a gymnast. Mm-hmm. In terms of level of fitness and mm-hmm. training that goes into it, it's, yeah, yeah. you are an athlete. Yeah. You know, and that must be the way that you, you must live the life of an athlete to do what you do. You just happen to be doing it to music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I suppose. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Take yeah. that. <laughs> she, is, she's, she is, and she's got an impeccable music taste as well. Yeah, I always have to. I've got high pressure off Carrie. Well, she doesn't <laughs> tell me this, but I just always have to think about my music yeah. a lot with Carrie. Because I'm like, what's that, Rachel? Please. What's yeah. that that you've just got? Yeah. So we know you're a, you're a music yeah. nut. Yeah. And music makes you feel better so by itself. Yeah. It's about you sort of show. So I think putting movement to that as well. It's yeah, just, the whole thing. Can't be bad. So, what is the music that makes you go, oh, I'm getting up to this? Mm, what if I'm out and about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Is> <laughs> it, <laughs> yeah. 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 Doesn't everybody get up to dancing for you? Everybody. Loves I mean, I do love ABBA. Mm. Uh, me and my friends, yeah, really do. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> spotlight. Yeah. Um. Mm, literally anything. I like really pop music that you can sing to. Like I love belting out while I'm while I'm dancing. You know when you like. Yeah. Yeah. So I just wave my arms in the air. I'm not very, it doesn't, like, my boyfriend loves the, like, I can't, like, rave stuff where you, yeah, it's, just it's quite repetitive. Yeah, repetitive music. Yeah. I, that doesn't do it for me. I wouldn't, no, I'll stand to that. No, no <laughs> uh, it needs to have, like, yeah. a bit of soul to it, doesn't it? Yeah, so. it needs to be, like, yeah. 
um, or jazzy. Jazz hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can you? Here's a question then. Could, could you? Could you dance with no music? Yeah. Um, yeah. But it would be. I'm very musically driven when I'm choreographing. Yeah. I would find like because I choreograph a lot for one to ones and things. Yeah. <laughs> um, although I do yours on the spot. Mm. Um, and I have to hear the music to choreograph, and then I mask it to the music. So I could make a phrase without. But it would be really, it would feel really awkward from a. Yeah. I'm make a phrase now. I've never heard that that term before. Make a phrase. Oh yeah, phrase of movement. Yeah, yeah dance right, so phrase. Ex- so explain that when you when you say you make ah. a phrase. Is that is that you oh, put phrase. together? So if I had um, eight counts of movement, that's a phrase. Right. Yeah. Ah, okay. yeah. I yeah, yeah, think of that. <laughs> say this is yeah. this is why you have a novice but, in the room for muggles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's why I said like well, loads of questions because yeah. he always goes, he's very good with that. But I, I'm the same as you. I like to do things to music. Yeah, it's like oh, that's how my brain works. But I remember at college there was people who worked better the other way and like would carry yeah. be, and then put it to music. I do that as well. If I take a phrase or a few, if I like see a movement on YouTube and I'm like I need to learn that, mm. I'll learn a movement or like or a phrase mm-hmm. and yeah. then I, I will try and find music that fits that and I'll, I will adapt it to that but it's really hard to start from nothing to yeah. something now let me ask you a question yeah. <laughs> I love it from someone who's kind of created themselves creative mm. you know and I try to explain this to people in the past is because I've I've grown up being a drawer and a painter ah, okay. when I see things I, I see it with artists eyes mm. so I will maybe see colours from if I look at a sky, mm. my brain goes, how would I paint that? What sort of ah. colours would I use yeah. to, to recreate the feeling of, of that sky? Wow. So if you hear a piece of music come on the radio, if you're yes. driving along, <laughs> yeah. do you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you kind of go, this is how I would dance that. Yeah, I mm. am always quite scared that I'll be pulled over by the police in the car. <laughs> 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 because I am literally doing yeah. all this weird <laughs> stuff with my body. Um, especially if sometimes if I'm not prepared I'll put a song on that I know I need to choreograph for and, and start doing it in my head but yeah if I hear a new song and I and sometimes it does make me want to dance to it and I'm like right I will dance to that one day and try yeah. and yeah. write it yeah. Craig used to take the mickey because whenever a song came on and I'd say Craig Craig and he'd go go on you've done a dance to this haven't you it's like it became like a a recurring joke yeah. in our yeah. house because uh, we do the same yeah. thing. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna put a piece to that. Yeah. A yeah. Bit. But my <laughs> eldest boy who he did the T V and film yes. at uni. Yeah. I remember driving along with him in the car one day and he was really quiet while he was looking out the window and there was some music on. And I was like, What are you thinking about, love? And he was like, I'm just thinking about a film, like how this would fit in a film. So ah, okay. I think yeah. creative yeah. brains just yeah. play those things out. In whatever yeah. field you are, yes, in. Yeah. exactly. Yeah, do you find art therapeutic then? Like, do you still do it? My art's changed, but and it's a shame, really, because I love to pencil draw. Yeah. Um, oh, and do I, you? Yeah, I loved. Yeah, pencil drawing was always my thing. I love. I love doing painting and stuff like that. Mm. And funnily enough, blimey, um, my mum showed me a picture the other day that I drew in. 1981, 1982, mm. and it was a drawing of Indiana Jones. Right. And she's put it in a frame, it's like 30 odd years old. Mm-hmm. And I looked at it and thought, my, I was like, I was about 13. No, I don't, so it'd have been a, it'd have been a, a little bit later than that. Uh, but yeah, I was about 13, 14 when I drew this picture. And I was it good? It, and thought, it was actually, I was quite impressed with myself. 
See, this is that thing, isn't it, though? Of like, well, you, you're good at stuff when you're younger and then you enjoy it, but as you go into adult, uh, you yeah. lose it and yeah. you start doing it. And I need to, I need to find that, I need to find that quiet space. I'm kind of looking forward yeah. to I'm kind of hoping this summer I can spend time outdoors where, because I've been, I've been doing, like, over the recent years, I've done photography. Yeah. So I like taking photographs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and poetry, obviously, I've, you know, I've been writing a lot of poetry, so that's kind of... Oh, Oh, are you the reason I've got a royalty check last week? £1.50, thank you. <laughs> yeah, but you, yeah, you've got published books. So I've got, a, co- I've got a couple of published books, yeah. Cool. So, but yeah, the, the drawing is is mm. something I want to get get mm. back into. But musically, is, is the the thing with me, with the, with the music. I don't play a musical instrument, yeah. but when I write a poem, it's got a beat to it. So <laughs> I think I write lyrics. yeah. And I need a musician to sort of sit with me and do it because I, in my in my head, there is a sound, there's a rhythm, there's a beat that goes to what I write. So when Mm. I read them, if I read them out, Mm. they they follow a particular beat that maybe someone else reading it wouldn't wouldn't have. Yeah, because I I I hear the music. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, (laughs) we need we need someone who can play musician. We need yeah. And then me. Yeah, the creative. (laughs) You have a a dance piece while you talk. You in. Um, well, you have, well, there you go. Now, yeah, we've got that sorted. I'll do the, I'll do the lyrics. Someone does the music. You pack and dance. <laughs> there we go. There you go. In the prison, we used. There was a lot of poetry. Loads of people were interested in or creative writing. Mm. One guy had a folder that he took around with him everywhere, just full of poems. And that's what was the inspiration for the dance because that's what we tried to do. It wanted to come from them, so we were like, "Has anyone got any poetry?" And he was like, "Yes." <laughs> and then he put whacked yeah. out this oh. massive um, thing. But they've got lots of time and they've got lots of. Yeah. Time to think and yeah, to mm. get things out onto paper. Yeah, but I think that creative process is so freeing. Mm. I think you, I think real freedom is when you're in that moment of I know when I write, I'm in it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure that's that must be the same for you when you're dancing when you when you've got that. You know, we've talked about this before. I mean, that flow kind of state. flow state. Mm. Yeah. You know, I'll just get the inspiration. I'll I'll hear mm-hmm. a word or a phrase, yeah. and suddenly be. Out of nowhere, I've got like the first yeah. few lines of a poem come together, and that kind of mm. like it takes a path, and it kind of I think you're it right. Almost then. writes itself, really. I think it's probably when I'm dancing. It's probably one of the only times where my brain is completely shut off, and that is all I'm focused on. Yeah. At the time, and I don't I never think about it at the time because obviously I'm in the moment. But when I look back now, actually from today's session. That's all I was focused on. Yeah. That's what I was enjoying. It's when you've got a busy brain naturally mm-hmm. and you're busy and that's how you function. Yeah. Yeah. You need something like that where you can just completely well, get in the zone. That's what some of the feedback's been, again, from the women we've worked with with Fallen Angels mm-hmm. and any mental health group I do is that it's the only hour of the week where um, it's just been about them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then that's been really like, They've, they've loved it because of that because they've just like I actually didn't think about any of the to-do lists I've got no. and it's just that's nice that's why they've came really because you yeah. don't often do things for you no so like with the prison then and, and with Fallen Angels are they creating their own choreography or are you creating something and, and... Uh, both really mm. but they create we even on the week one I distinctly remember we gave them a creative task and they all create something on mm. week one yeah. Yeah. and that's that good. we didn't have 
we have a lesson plan, but it, we, we, yeah, you're kind of ready to change it. Yeah. Um, but they, I think we had some images. Oh, we all went in a circle and spoke about our best moment or most positive moment of our lives that come to mind and our most negative, yeah. toughest moment. And obviously that was the most interesting conversation I've had with I mean, we were 12 prisoners because you're like, yeah. what are they? Honestly, I couldn't even tell you. <laughs> well, um, yeah. Yeah. And I was last, I was thinking, what am I going to say? Because at that time I hadn't been through anything that I... <laughs> I remember I, being yeah. saying that to me. Like, nothing came to mind. I, yeah. I was thinking, felt ridiculous. But, um, but uh, it was it was really inspirational to hear their stuff. But then we took that and then they, we put words down. They used that as inspiration. And then they came up with these phrases. Obviously we taught them how to do that just gave them a bit of vocabulary movement wise mm. and then they made it and then they shared it in front of people so I think putting them in the deep end immediately yeah <laughs> it's really in. good and then they got the best out yeah. of it in the end mm-hmm. and most of them came back the next week yeah yeah thank god yeah um, but it's like because when you're dancing I suppose we said movement meditation didn't we and it's been proved to do that but actually it does take you out of yourself even more than meditation because meditation is hard. Mm. You know, if you just mm. sat with your own silence. Yeah, yeah but I can't. I've tried yeah. lockdown. <laughs> Everybody always like, I cannot do it. It's like it's really hard. Yeah, but you can. I think it. I found yeah. that. So it's a lot of practice. Like it took a lot of practice yeah. to do it. But dancing is the one thing I think that where you can you can just do it and it'll take yeah. you out of your own mind and into your body. Yeah. And it's but this is where I love creativity because I think in a, in a moment of creativity, that's mindfulness. Mm, Focus on a particular task. Mm. You might not be focusing on your body, which yeah. a real sort of meditation will do. But I know if I'm writing or if I'm, <laughs> even if I'm in the kitchen. Because you journal now, don't you? I journal now. Oh, great. Mm. So I've been, I've been journaling now for about a month and I've found it. It's, it, yeah, you kind of... I'm 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 craving it now. Mm. So for my, it's now my routine. That's what I ended so up like I, with med- meditation. It's yeah, amazing. I feel I don't feel satisfied now. If you've on, not done it, if I've not done it, mm. what's you know. the process? Do you just write anything, or is there questions? I've got three questions that prompt me. So I right. have three questions of a morning and three questions of an evening. Mm. So my three morning questions. My my first question is, what's your priority for the day? Which kind of gives you focus for your day. Now, not priorities, priority. Right. Because the word priority is a very... It's 15th century invention of, of a word to mean one thing that you've mm. got to do. Priorities mm. is a modern invention. Right, yeah. Right? <laughs> well, yeah, like, it doesn't... A million things. A million yeah, things yeah. to do. And you've got to, what you've got to do is go back to its truest sense and go, right, at the end of the day, what is your number one thing that you want to achieve yeah. today? Okay. And everything else is secondary. So what's your priority for the day? Um, who are you grateful for or what are you grateful for so an expression of gratitude <laughs> yeah everyone points it right <laughs> we love kittens <laughs> <laughs> and then visualisation what do you want to show the world today who do you want to be in the, in the world today and then that's just about then setting wow. setting you up for the rest of the day and it just gives you those questions just give you a sense of focus and a sense of gratitude I have questions Oh, do you? Yes. That you ask you. No, I mean that I want to know from you. you. Yeah. Okay. Well, at the end, at the end of the day, your your final journal is um, what went well today. Um, What would you do differently tomorrow? Mm. Mm. I always forget the third one. I haven't written down. I've gone on a little cue card. Yeah. Yeah. So some, but sometimes. But it's about reflection. Okay. Your 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 journal at the end of the day is about reflection. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I think I'd struggle with that. Really? Mm. Why? Because I think I've tried, as part of meditation sometimes, when they say, when you come out of a meditation, just, it is, they do call it journaling, but they just say, just throw down onto the paper anything that comes into your head. Mm. Um, I really struggle with uh, like the letting go of of the of the mind in terms of like I always second guess like what do you, you know what am I supposed to be putting down so even with those questions like my priority for the day that would I'd sit there for ages yeah, like, yeah that's a hard yes. question because it's one thing yeah yeah but so, you know what sometimes it can be fickle mm, yeah. but that's fine it's yeah. kind of do it because it's yeah. a practice you you yeah. kind of exercise in a muscle really at the end of the day. Because it's mind work again, though, isn't it? Yeah. And I think that's what I need less of that, which is why I probably... I think the more you do with it, just do it, just write it, even if it's fickle, even if it's daft, even if it's just my priority for the day is to make sure I cook a good meal or Mm. whatever it is, you know. Mm. But once you're into the practice of doing it every day, then it kind of opens up mental doors for you. And right, you you okay. kind of, you kind of then change your thinking so every day you're thinking about okay what is my focus today mm. and you start to recognise the priority because mm. you look because you're thinking about it mm. you start to recognise it yeah mm. um so it just then it then just becomes this do you think that that's something you'd get on with or not I've never tried it and. I was just thinking then, I don't know, I think I, I, Maybe I'll I don't mind, different. yeah, I think I'd try it, but I, I get what you mean, it's like overthinking yeah. things, you'd yeah. want to not, <laughs> yeah. before the, before bed, Yes. Um, in the morning I'd love to, I mean, even this morning. Well, that's that's why the morning is setting out your day, right, yeah. and that's your, that's your time for, for thinking about what's, what's coming, Yeah. the end of the day is reflection, so mm. it's purely just, you, you're not thinking about tomorrow when you're doing no, your, yeah. your last one of a night. It's already happened. It, that's, that's done, mm. it's about... Oh, yeah, the last question is, what do you want to show the world? Oh, I'm have to go back and <laughs> yeah. edit at this point. Yeah. Um, I have got them written down, and I'll read them out for you, but, yeah, yeah. it is... It is, um, Cause I think, it is reflection. Um, a lot of... Like, the reason dance in these classes is really great is because people who can't really speak and verbalise things, they're yes. getting it out physically, yeah. and that really suits them. And then, yeah. And yeah it's like a release, isn't it? Like yeah. a powerful release because you've not have to put it into words. Yeah. Which I think is, yeah. Or you're taking your emotion and then emotion of a photo or something in these creative tasks they give some of the people and then they physicalise it and it's just, yeah. Well, yeah. it's a communication. I'm sure yeah, we've had music yeah. and dance before we had language. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's sure universal. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, I'm sure it was all formed from that. And mm. it is, it's universal. Yeah. Where do you see yourself going in, in the future, Rachel? Like, do you have any, any goals that you want to do, or have you got like, what's the plans? Mm. Or I you mean, just I'm very things? much in the present actually. Like, yeah, I never good. ever think about the future, which is weird. But it's because my diary is empty from like September, mm-hmm. so I've never really want to worry about it, or no. I'd probably quit. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but eventually, I will have to. I. I want to do a master's in further education eventually, yeah. but I kind of want to carry on doing this thing as well. I want to be able to keep up and teach that next generation. Yeah. What well, you yeah. said before, did you not say before you do acting? That's one of the things you do? Uh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, I've done acting roles. I mean, acting and dance is very... I, I have to often act and dance, but mm-hmm. it's not... I've never had a speaking role in okay. acting, but I've been I've done extra work, if that makes sense. So I've done, like, a 
appeared on things where I've had to do a bit of acting yeah. in the background. <laughs> Quite prominently, actually. Yeah, when we first yeah. met, um, you were a ballerina in a snow scene for Christmas or something you were doing. Yeah, I did Oz with Stu. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. And that was the most acting I've done. That yeah. was, um, I did Oz with Stu Christmas advert. That's right. And um, they have this big advert each year. I didn't know. <laughs> and, um, but it it's it was basically actually sorry, I have to cut this bit. I'm trying to, my, my mind's like this. <laughs> direction. Um, yeah, so I got approached by a videographer and who we'd, we'd like cross paths in a job, and I by talking to me, I inspired him for his next advert because he basically had he had writer's block or whatever in yeah. the videographer world and he didn't know what to do and he can only make something if he's really inspired by the idea and he didn't want to do it for the sake of it deadline was coming up for the for the plot and stuff and then he spoke to me about dance and he just happened to speak to me about dance in Cardiff and um he just came in the next day and said um I've got a proposition for you would you like yeah. to be in this advert I've got this whole idea and then he had this massive idea of this story of two dancers, and, and it all just came to him just from the one conversation with me. <laughs> isn't that amazing, isn't that? Yeah. Isn't, that, isn't when you get those sparks yeah. of inspiration, isn't that yeah. just, like, mm. the most amazing moment? Yeah. I love those moments. Yeah, but that's those things again, isn't yeah. it, about meeting that one person who yeah. just sparks that imagination in you and then something beautiful mm. comes from it. And then we had to, then we spent October and part of November filming for this thing. Yeah, because it clashed with the start of Spotlight, didn't it? And yeah, that's, probably, yeah. That's what it yeah. was, because... Um, ah yeah yeah when I first met you I was like you're doing what but I was doing it with a dance I was doing it with an actor dancer but I'm more of a dancer yeah. that can act <laughs> that, yeah. 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 that can if I needed to but so it was a struggle with that because I had to show a lot of emotion on my face I'm not that good yeah. at that um but I did manage it and it looks it was the really emotional incredible yeah I remember seeing them and I hope that we get to do something together this year um some other stuff yeah I've already we were talking about it today maybe we'll do some Classes for COAs, um, adults and children maybe, um, to get them moving and yeah. Rachel will be oh, hopefully yeah. come on board and help me um, with the dance for that. Cause you pair dance, someone plays the music, I'll write a piece of poetry together. Yeah, and we'll get the kids <laughs> doing some dancing towards Do something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, do something with that. But actually, the um, I thought it would be a nice idea to have um, the kids or the COAs to write something down that's come from their experience and create a piece around it yeah and do you know and let it be the creative mm. thing like that but that's the beautiful thing about working with you guys and people who are creative there's no end really to what you can actually no. do you can have these brain moments and then you know that no one's gonna look at you and go what yeah. <laughs> you just say it and somebody who's like you get it don't you yeah so you, like everyone's yeah on board. yeah yeah yeah, you do have to watch, not watch what you say, but I always, yeah. Yeah. Um, keep some bits out. Yeah. <laughs> and talking to people who I don't think will... Would get it, yeah. yeah. Like, you want to do what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. Um, but, yeah, so that's a really nice thing that will hopefully come from, you know, meeting Rach and Josie and you and everyone else. Yeah. This whole little network. What a project for all these people together that yeah. start all these new journeys. Yeah, new projects coming coming up. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. It's been lovely. I was going to ask you a question. Go on. And it's left my head completely. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, go on, it'll come, it'll come to me in a moment. What, you needed to sneeze? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I needed to cough a bit. This, this, we can see where the edit's actually going to come now, can't we? <laughs> it 
Yeah, yeah. This will go out and say it's truest form. That's our creativity. Look, looks. I had a question about about where you're going to fit in this new crazy project that we might do. Yeah, I'm just going to stand in the background doing jazz hands. Yeah. Baby. Um, no, it's it's left me. Is say somewhere else. Say something else. Yeah, say something else. Well, I will say something else. Go on. I will say that it's been lovely having Rachel in to speak to us. It has, right? Ooh, Brilliant. Yeah. Thank you. We've loved it, mm. and I love the fact that you've been really open and honest about your experiences from start to finish. You know, like, come oh, back, come back. There you go. There you go. Prompted it. Yeah, because it's kind of like a nice final question mm. here, is because I'm sure there's going to be people out here listening to this going, "Oh, do you know what? She's so." She's so brave getting out there and dancing in front of people. Mm. I wish I could do that. What would you say to anybody out there that's kind of listening to this thinking, it'd be so cool to just dance? What's, what's your one piece of advice to anybody that's on the cusp? Of going, oh, do it. <laughs> yeah. Just do it. <laughs> just do it. Well, it depends. Well, actually, I was going to say what age and things, but any age, there's the classes available, doing it yourself. YouTube is so much available online as well if you just wanted it in your comfort of your own home first. Yeah. Um, reach out to people, reach out to me <laughs> if, if that's the thing. Yeah. Um, but I think it's always really hard to step into anything new and the unknown. Yeah. And you never regret it when you do. I don't think, even if you decide it's not for you, you then know and there's no regret because you know, yeah. oh, it wasn't for me to this thing, but maybe this might be. But if you don't try it, then you won't know. And you, you might be stopping yourself from having all these incredible experiences and yeah. life-changing um, qualities, love with the class. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. I want someone to teach me how to tap dance. Rachel. I can do that. I can do that. Teach there you go. Yeah. So, so you've signed yourself up. So we've got racing, breath work, I. tap dancing. Um, what else? You're going to be in one. I know, I'm going to be doing all sorts, aren't I? I yeah. But you know what? I grew up watching like Saturday night TV where they'd have people like on Parkinson. You had like Sammy Davis Jr. would come mm. on and they'd say, Sammy, go up and do a, do a, you know, he was a song and dance man. Mm. And I grew up watching song and dance, dance men on the TV and used to be just sat fascinated just watching people like Sammy Davis Jr. get up on stage yeah. and do his Mr. Bojangles and, yeah. I love his and do do the dances that go with it. I was like, oh my God, that's so cool. That's mm. such a very, very cool thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, so teach me how to do Mr. Bojangles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can come into our sessions, I don't mind I was going to say, you're free on a Thursday yeah. afternoon. <laughs> me and my big mouth again. I know, yeah. <laughs> your tap shoes, Rachel will show you what's what. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to get away with these. You wouldn't trends. regret it. No, you wouldn't. Oh, you're going to hold me too. That's how I can see it happening. <laughs> can we can we do it before you get hold of those video cameras? Because you want to start videoing the podcast. I know, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, that'll be funny. Yeah. YouTube as well. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we'll put you on. Mike doing this, Mike doing that. It'll be <laughs> yeah. just be all the things we make Mike do. <laughs> this yeah, looks like a Mike does. Based, yeah. yeah. This week, Mike tries. Yeah. Based on all the crazy things that we've had on this podcast so far. Mm. As long as you don't get any skydivers on in the coming weeks, we're absolutely fine with that. Yeah. I'll fly a plane, I'm just not jumping out of one. Right. Okay. Well, I'd like to do that. Yeah, we'll see, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> and with that. And with that, Rach. It has been a delight, a pleasure. Thank you for coming in. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure to speak to you both. Have you enjoyed it? Yeah, I was nervous, but it was actually 
very comfy. Yeah, it was all right. For those of you listening, yeah. just before I let you go, Rachel is sort of lay across the sofa. Yeah. She like, is. She, she's got her shoes off. Yeah. She is the most comfortable guest <laughs> we've yeah. ever had. Testament to the job that she does. Yeah. She's yeah. completely relaxed here. She's yeah. so made herself at home in Nana's front room. Yeah, I do. Has. I do do that wherever I am, to be honest. So that <laughs> but that might yeah. one. Get comfy. Stay true. Get comfy, yeah. Okay. Oh, thanks. Amazing, Rach. Thank you. Rachel. Mm. Isn't she brilliant? Yeah, she is. I do love her. I feel so lucky that we we came together during that time, doing that project that we did. Yeah. Meeting you, meeting Rachel, uh, meeting Josie, who, Josie, if you're listening, we're going to try and get you on here. <laughs> yeah. So, nowhere yeah. to hide, Josie. Yeah, yeah, nowhere to run, nowhere to hide. Yeah. It's been, like, the, the group of us that were brought together, I don't think it could have been any more perfect, could it? No. In what we've, the way it's branched off. No, it does feel like. I mean, yeah, it's given the kids that we that we've worked with an awful lot, but yeah. I don't think any of us anticipated what it'd give us. No, definitely not. Definitely, definitely not. You know, and certainly for you, Rachel coming into your life and and reawakening that. Yeah, the dance side. The dance is huge. Yeah, and again, it's funny because I said the other day when I was talking to you. Um, and who else was in? I can't remember who it was. What we were talking about when you don't realise that you're living the moment that you wanted three years ago. Yeah. And I said I, out loud that I'd said, "Oh, I want to work at the hospital, and I'd love to get him in the NHS." And da, da, da. and then that happened. Well, I'd actually said a similar thing about dancing. I, I wish I could, you know, get back into dancing, maybe work in the dance field. And then, sure enough, all of a sudden, angels, Rachel, you know, all these. Yeah. And it's mad. Yeah. It's absolutely crazy. So now I'm going to just going to put it out there. I'd like to win the lottery. Because <laughs> clearly I'm a manifester. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I if, wouldn't be bothered about that. I'd only open a dog's home if I did win. I mean, if 20 million people want to go out and buy my book of poetry, books of poetry, that's 40 million <laughs> sales right You've now. You've just got to visualise it, Mike. Just saying. Yeah. You've said it. So we'll revisit this in three years. Yeah. You're a creator. Well, you're going to have to join the queue for sort of like the signings when I'm doing it somewhere. Oh. <laughs> I'll be there in the queue and you'll pretend you don't know me that type yeah. of thing oh um, Carly what was your name Cur- that piss off yeah. I'm part of that book I inspired this <laughs> be like the angry woman that gets thrown out of water stones yeah you'd be the first poet in book number four thank you very much <laughs> so yes apart from um, the crazy roller coaster that we've had this past year of all the good stuff between us yeah it's been really lovely to have her into here. Yeah, and story. I was because I wanted to hear her her side of it, and mm. I didn't know anything about the stuff that she did in prison. So that was yeah. fascinated by that, and mm. I thought it was just I would supr- absolutely shocked and surprised that mm. a, a macho, potentially toxic, yeah, atmosphere like a male prison. Those lads were learning how to dance. Granted, probably not realizing at the beginning they were yeah. learning how to dance, but that's a to perform that to mm-hmm. other prisoners mm-hmm. and get on board with it get on board with it and then for them to just be you know, as you said silence and just watching must have been I think that speaks volumes to the power of the human brain that when they allow themselves to get involved in something and it feels so good yeah you can't deny that no and your ego won't stop that it won't get in the way yeah because the the 
the good feeling that you get from it yeah. is just too good to not you know, yeah. to not do it. And I think that's what's probably happened with them. Yeah. Like, this feels incredible. I think when you know, you know. And it's yeah. interesting when you know when, you've, when we've talked about the breath work mm. and you've said there's that, that first few moments where you've got to just, you know, quiet your, your, your monkey brain yeah. chattering. Yeah. How many people just get stuck in that loop of just listening to the monkey brain yeah. chattering to them? A few and, did. And they're the ones who won't come back. Yeah. Because they, they're like, I can't, you know, it's not for me. It's a, it's a bit intense or it's, you know... It's, yeah, it's... E- or ego gets in the way yeah. or societal expectations get in the way. And yeah. What will people think and mm. da 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 Yeah. And sometimes you just got to... Just go with it. Oh, do you know what? What will happen will happen. Yeah. And that's what happens in those dance spaces. Yeah. And it, I just find it really emotional to watch people. Yeah. And I know that Paul from Fallen Angels, who we will try and get in... Uh, is the same you can really see it in people when they're watching people explore themselves like that yeah. with such inner depth because yeah. they're in the moment yeah. in the flow it, it's, it's really special really yeah. special there's a lot of I think trauma and things coming up bubbling up but it's coming out in movement yeah. and yeah I can't speak highly enough about it and Rachel's incredibly lucky like her work that she does is very, so varied <laughs> You can see that what mm. started off as her mum dragging her to a dance yeah. class, you know, at the age yeah. of three, has turned into she's kind of found her little niche. And you can see she comes alive when she talks about the work that yeah. she does helping people. Yes. And then we've all got that in common. Yeah. 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 It was There was a real sort of path I and mean, passion and enthusiasm there. Yeah. That as much as she loves dance and as much as she told us about what she was doing in terms of, you know, dancing with her best friend yeah. and doing that stuff outside... There was a little light that comes on. You can, you can just spot yeah. when it's like, but we did this. Passionate present. conversation. Passionate conversation when she's talking about that. Yeah, and it's that is lovely to see um, when somebody's passionate about the work. But I did ask her today when we were in the studio about, because it's such a hard profession to be in and to work full time. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's like acting, isn't it? I guess. Yeah. How are you going to get regular work? How are you going to do it? And she, like she touched on it tonight and it's just a case of, being a people person as well yeah. and understanding people because you can be the most talented person in the room yeah. in any um, yeah. job. But if you've got no empathy or people skills, that you are, you know, you're not going to be employed as much as you can. So no. she said a lot of her stuff comes from word of mouth and, um, you know, people knowing who she is, how she is. Yeah. And then that's how it goes. And I think that's the same for, for us as well, isn't it? But physically and mentally, it must be so exhausting to do what she does because mm. you, you think of an athlete who maybe has I don't know X amount of mm-hmm. meets competitions during a year yeah. and they only have to hit peak performance maybe every couple of weekends while they're competing yeah. and the training is not at the level of, of performance yeah. otherwise you burn out but for a dancer who has to go out you know you think she was talking about a, a friend who's who's down in London, you think about those dancing like West End shows who oh are doing God, it. Yeah. You Exhausting. Know, you know, probably twice a day. Burnout is high. Yeah, six six times. Yeah. You know, a week. Well, when I got into her today, she'd been working at the university all morning, and she was, yeah, she was hot and tired, and you know, it'd been a lot. Yeah. And that's the thing about doing these types of jobs. You you do it because you love it, don't you? It's yeah. a passion project right the way through your life yeah and that's I think that's so important and I think if there's one thing is 
you know, because I, I, I speak to a lot of young people myself and they'll, you know, you'll say, what ambition have you got? And some are brilliant and I've spoken mm. to some in the past couple of days who have got an absolute focus of what they want to do. But then I hear others that go, I want to be famous, I want to be internet famous, yeah. I want to be an influence, I want to be this, that and the other. And you, God, but you kind of go, but, but what? Yeah. But doing what? Mm-hmm. You know, you need to find your passion, otherwise you're not going to do it because all those people you aspire to, mm-hmm. that you look up to, who are successful in what they do, yeah, do it because they're passionate about what, what they're, they're talking about or what they're doing. Yeah, or, yeah. Their, their music, their performance, yeah. their comedy, their whatever, whatever, whatever. Because that passion and authenticity shines through, which yeah. is what then makes people engage with them. Yeah. And I also think with the younger people because my youngest had touched on it a few times he doesn't say it anymore because he's grown out of it but he used to say the same thing I want to be a YouTuber I want to be a this that and the other yeah Um, I remember thinking to myself I'm actually saying you need to be very careful what you wish for because it's not easy to be in the public eye it's not easy to be in that loop of being not even famous anymore it's you know there's so many people that are semi-famous because of the internet yeah uh, it's, it's. I don't think it's for everyone. I think if you're very lucky, if you can find a passion, find your job that you really love, that actually doesn't put that pressure on you. Yeah. Because that is pressure. Yeah. If you're in the public eye all the time, or your money depends on posting, posting, posting those types of loops, which we took, we touched on, I think, in the last podcast. Yeah. I think that the luckiest people in the world are the ones who have jobs that allow them to kind of stay under the radar that they absolutely adore yeah and they pay them enough money to have a nice life yeah and you know i think that that's all you really need yeah i wouldn't want i know i kind of i I kind of do things that potentially could be seen as attention seeking in terms of writing a book and publishing it or doing a podcast but Quite happy being the grey man. Yeah, I don't. I I don't do it for attention. Because I I dabbled with acting, didn't I, and did some. I got a few roles. Yeah. Um, and it was when I was getting to that point, and the same with my lad. As soon as the roles started looking like they were going to start getting bigger and coming in, was the moment that you know, because you're like, actually, this isn't for me. This isn't for me. No. And it's all right to have a voice, and be, but you've got your level of comfort, haven't you? And like for you, that's your creativity. You write those books and you put them out. Oh, yeah. If no one read them, it wouldn't make any that's difference. That's what I mean, because you love what you're doing. Yeah. Same for us with this. Whereas as, as soon as it becomes a level of where it, it almost becomes like it's part of a job and it feels like everyone's all eyes on you, that yeah. feels different. As soon as it becomes... And do you know what? Funnily, funnily enough, it was the exact same thing years and years and years ago for me. I got a place in art college. Mm. Um, after after my A levels, an unconditional place in art college because mm-hmm. they they loved the work that I was doing, yeah. and at the last minute I turned it down, yeah. because I had just this epiphany of, I don't want to get paid for some, I didn't want to get paid for something like that. I didn't want to turn a love, yes, a passion, at that point into a pressured career. Yeah, because it take the because yeah. it take the shine off it. Yeah, which. <laughs> Sounds counterintuitive because I know there's this. On the other hand, I'll say you know find the thing you love to do and get yeah, someone to pay you for yeah, you know yeah, work yeah. a day in your life. Yeah, it's personal though, isn't it? You you just know you and like there'll always be people who are very comfortable. That's why we've got celebrities and all those people. Yeah. And I look at them and I think, God, what a life you've got. Yeah. Incredible. But they're comfortable with it. Or, or maybe some of them are, actually, because a lot of them end some up Some of them are, yeah. Some of them poorly, are very uncomfortable. Uh, very poorly with it. And Or they, they'll do their acting in the films and then they'll go and hide away and you won't barely see them out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, which is 
I think backs up what the discussion that we're having about some of them say, I just want to do my job and then go about yeah. my normal life, but I can't. Yeah. Because I can't go to the supermarket, I can't do this. So I think it resorts back to that thing of you can be so passionate about something, but it's nice when you can just do it and do it and not have that pressure with it. And leave it behind. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they can't do that. No. And that's sad, isn't it, when that's what they want to do. Yeah. A lot of them don't court the fame of it. No. They don't see them on the red carpet and all that. Little, yeah. I take my hat off to anyone who's doing that because yeah. that is a hard, pressured thing to be doing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll keep to dancing, helping people, and just you know doing something we love, but staying yeah. under the radar. Staying under the radar. Mm. I've always said, face for radio. But <laughs> if you get famous and you don't invite me to your red carpet event, I'll be really angry. All right. right? Because I might say that I don't want to be. So okay. I really do want to be. <laughs> <laughs> I really do want to be that fabulous mate. We by this time next year we'll be the new Richard and Judy. Oh uh, yeah, we will. Yeah. 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 Just mate. Sure, you don't go on the stage with just your bra. <laughs> Why? Why not? <laughs> All right, then, Why if you must. I? Why can't I? <laughs> no, I, I, I do love our podcast. If it, you know, if it stops tomorrow, I'll be really upset. So yeah. don't go cancelling me. I think we're okay for a bit. <laughs> Till you get sick of me. <laughs> tired of you now. Get short. Oh, uh, no time soon. Yeah. Um, but for tonight. Shall we, uh, shall we call it quits? I think we should, yeah. All right. Thank you for listening, everybody. Um, pleasure as always. We love doing this. If you love listening to it, uh, give us a liking, give us a rating, subscribe, because that way then you don't have to go looking for us. It just drops mm-hmm. on your phone, same time every week. We've got a couple of more episodes to go before mm-hmm. the end of this season. Then we're going to have a little, I think I need a little I'm going on holiday. Surprise. Shocker. <laughs> Absolute shocker. Stevens is on a plane again. Yeah, she goes hammering that passport. <laughs> it gets upset if I don't take it out of the drawer regularly. No, no, yeah, it's crying already, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, but um, yeah, we have plans for the future, so yeah. yeah. Next week. Ain't no getting rid of us that quickly. Take care, everybody. Love you, bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to I Don't Know Much But... Please subscribe and rate wherever you get your podcasts. It really does help. A big thank you to Hazel, Tara and all the staff at Safety Central. If you get the chance to go and visit them, please do. Your hosts were Michael Jones and Carrie Ann Stevens. Production was by Michael Jones. The theme music is Into the Beginning by Hartsman. This has been a Wolfstock production for the Acast Creator Network.